One of the things, if you've been playing with your uh, uh, app since you've come in, you'll notice that there is a part on the app that says uh, sermon. Uh, there'll actually be some things later on where you can listen to sermons and watch sermons, but uh, this morning, what you have on there will, if you push that sermon or touch that sermon icon, it'll bring up the scripture that I'll be using. That'll be true each uh, week on Sunday morning. Uh, you can touch that and you can go directly to the scriptures I'll be using. Also beside that is uh, an icon that says notes, and that'll give you just a few little notes of uh, things that I'll be sharing in the sermon. If you want those to uh, be able to keep or to share with other people, one of the things we hope you'll do is share some key things. We'll try to give you just a, a few key things that uh, will help you be able to share something that you think was significant uh, to somebody else that uh, in their life where they might be to be. So let's look at uh, this morning in Exodus chapter 14, and uh, we're going to begin in verse 29 as we're keeping our focus on celebrating. And as this morning, uh, we're looking at uh, something worth celebrating, something worth celebrating. We gave you all those things in those slides about the baptisms, the deacon candidates, uh, the, uh, what else did we put in there? Uh, what was the last thing we had on there? What, what? Youth revival. And uh, shared with you about uh, some of the uh, additions to our staff. And we did those things because those are some things that are worth celebrating. And uh, so some things are worth celebrating in life. And that's true anytime that we see God's hand and work in our life, we need to celebrate those. And so let's look at this as the children of Israel have come out of Egypt. Moses has led them out of Egypt. And uh, they have traveled across the desert some ways. And uh, they came to the Red Sea. And if you know the scriptures, the Bible tells us that when they came to the Red Sea, all of a sudden they realized that Pharaoh had changed his mind and he decided to come back after them. And so the Egyptian army is after them. And now they're looking one direction is the Egyptian army. And then ahead of them is the Red Sea. And they're kind of what we call between a rock and a hard place. And as they're between this rock and a hard place, God opens up a way. And that's true in our life. When we feel like we're between a rock and a hard place and we're not sure where to turn, God makes a way, doesn't He? Right, choir? Amen. amen. They're my amen section this morning. So God makes a way and God parted the Red Sea so that they could go across. And when He parted the sea, they came across on dry ground. But then the Egyptian army comes following in. They're thinking, all right, if they can go on dry ground, we can go on dry ground. They didn't know that God had a big plan. And so God closed up the sea and swallowed up the Egyptian army. And that's where we picked up uh, in verse 29 in Exodus chapter 14. It says, But the children of Israel had walked on dry land in the midst of the sea, and the waters were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. And so the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. Thus Israel saw the great work which the Lord had done in Egypt. So the people feared the Lord and they believed the Lord and His servant Moses. Now if you're looking at your app, you can push the forward button and it'll go to uh, chapter 15. And in chapter 15 is where we see what happens after the children of Israel have seen God do a mighty work to part the Red Sea so that they could go across on dry land. They've seen God close that sea back up and to swallow up the Egyptian army. And here's what happens in verse uh, uh, 1 of chapter 15. It says, Then Moses and the children of Israel sang this song to the Lord and spoke, saying... So they sang a song and they spoke words. And here's what they said. I will sing to the Lord, for He has triumphed gloriously... 
The horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and salvation. He has become my salvation. He is my God and I will praise him. My father's God and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his army he has cast in the sea. He has chosen captains also are drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They sank to the bottom like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, has dashed the enemy in pieces. Looking at these scriptures tells us that uh, we are to celebrate the work of the Lord. And celebrating the work of the Lord should be done in a couple of ways. And one of the ways that we're to celebrate the work of the Lord is that we should celebrate from our souls by singing His praises. One of the ways that we celebrate what God has done and praise His name is we celebrate it by singing from our souls. The one of the things I love about Leah that I think probably you captured this morning is that when she sang, she put her heart and soul into it. And the Bible makes a connection in a lot of different places in the Bible about the soul and singing. Matter of fact, when uh, Mary was told that she was going to give uh, birth to baby Jesus, the Bible says this, that she said, My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in the Lord. Mary, at that point, her soul was overwhelmed with praise to the Lord. And when you and I are celebrating the work of the Lord, what we're doing is when we begin to sing, we're putting our soul in that celebration and we're singing praises to His name. Now, I want to read a scripture to you in uh, Psalms 34. And in the first few verses says this, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be in my mouth. Notice this, it says, My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt His name together. The scriptures are pretty clear. Matter of fact, we sing a song, uh, Oh, magnify, or my soul does magnify the Lord and let us exalt His name together. So why do we have a service just focused on celebration? Michael shared that we celebrate the victories and we've had some victories in our church and in some individual lives, but we also just celebrate because when we celebrate, I want you to listen very carefully. When we celebrate by singing, it engages our soul in praise to the Lord. And as I look at Mary and I look at the scripture in Psalms 34, I begin to get a deeper sense that when I'm singing, like this choir did this morning, made new. Man, when they were singing, I was feeling made new as they were singing. And they, you actually looked made new when you were singing. Beautiful smiles on your faces because their soul was engaged in the praise to the Lord. So when we sing, we are engaging our soul, our very depths of us in praise to the Lord. But we also not only should uh, celebrate by our singing, but we should also celebrate from our hearts by sharing His praises. If you look down to, uh, in this chapter uh, 15, and if you go down to uh, verse 34, I mean, I'm sorry, verse 14. In Exodus, uh, in that verse 14, says, The people will hear and be afraid. Sorrow will take hold of the inhabitants of Philistia. And the Bible goes on to talk about the different nations, the people of Moab and the people of Canaan, 
will hear about what the Lord has done. Now, I remember when uh, Joshua was coming into Jericho and there was the uh, prostitute that had heard about the children of Israel and all the people of, uh, of uh, uh, Jericho had heard. And she made this statement. She said, when the people heard, their hearts did melt. When you and I are celebrating what the Lord has done and we share from our heart, when people see our heart of how much we love the Lord and how much the Lord has done in our lives, when we share those things, it not only shows the people our heart, but it touches their heart. And the more that our soul is engaged in praise to the Lord and the more that our heart is sharing of the praises to the Lord, the more that it touches the hearts of other people. And people know when you're excited about what God's doing in your life, when there's something real and genuine. You know why we're celebrating today? Because we want to exalt the name of the Lord. But we want you today, when you leave, we want you to go out today and we want you to share the praises of the Lord to others. Let them see your soul. Let them see your heart. And let them know what God is doing, that God is alive and well. When the children of Israel were celebrating and they were singing and they were sharing what God had done to one another, they were going through all the details. You know why we flashed up every person's picture and name? We didn't want to miss a detail of what God has done. The reason we put up the deacons, the reason I shared uh, about our staff that has been adding on during this year, and the reason that we wanted to recognize those who have been helping with Global is we want to go through all the details of what God has done because God is a God of details. And you know, in our personal life, we don't want God to miss a single thing, do we? Has anybody ever said, you know, God, you did pretty good, but you missed this? Anybody ever said that? Stephanie's thinking about it, but she can't think of that. God's a God of details. He gets all the details right. And I believe that you and I need to remember. Matter of fact, I've told before that I have a list of things where I've prayed and I put PTL, praise the Lord, because I don't want to ever forget what God has done. And here is a truthful testimony of your pastor. There have been times in my life I've felt kind of beat up, discouraged, and I pull out my prayer list and I see those PTLs. And I see where God has answered prayers and it encourages me and lifts me up. Praise to the Lord always does that. So I want to encourage you, leave here today sharing the praises of the Lord. Sing those praises and engage your soul. Share those praises and enlighten others to what God is doing. I want to ask you to bow your head for just a moment. And as you're bowing your head, I want to ask you to do this as they come to get a song ready. And I want you to just think about some praises of what God has done in your life, what God has done in our church. And take just a moment while the musicians are getting ready to sing, How Great Are You, Lord. I want you to take just a moment. And I don't want you to listen to me pray. I just want to give a moment of silence. And I want to allow every person in here to just give a moment of giving some praise to the Lord for what He's done in our church, what He's done in your life, and what God's got planned for the future.